so originally i was going to get on here and i was going to create a timeline about jesus and um i believe it was going to be different things he's shown me and this time and things that i am learning through him but i can see that um i've lost track of i lost my track of mind and what i was going to say and I lost track of my thinking, so until Holy Spirit brings that back on my heart and on my mind to what it was that I was going to say, let me speak about the visions I've been getting. So, um, I was going to come, and I was going to um, speak about how my visions were fading, and I was like, I was able to sleep and i was waking up and and this is just um first of all usually when i sleep i wake up and i'm i might be a little groggy at first but i'm well aware that you know when i went to sleep how etc but i have been waking up you know as if like i just like i've been just waking up like where am i what is going on and i ha i am i know where i am and what's going on but it's just that i have been waking up in a way where it's like i have no clue or no timeline or nothing about what's been going on and how i went to sleep etc and that's just usually not you know what i do but um late lately i noticed that without the visions that's how i was waking up so i still know that it's not all the way back to normal because it's like if I'm not getting the visions, if I'm not getting the dreams, then I'm waking up in a way where it feels like it's just not me who went to sleep in the first place. Or where was I as I was sleeping? And it's just, I'm not, it's not scary or anything, but it's just very, I was feeling as if something was like really wrong with that something had to be like definitely wrong with that because that was like that if it's not the visions the visions oftentimes can be horrible enough and then to wake up and feel as if you don't know where you were without the visions it's like what what is really going on so i felt that you know that was worse than not even having the visions even though all I've been asking the Lord is to let me sleep, Lord. Please just let me sleep and not have these visions and wake up in between fighting. I'm fighting in my sleep. When I sleep, I'm not even asleep. I'm fighting when I'm awake and I'm fighting when I'm asleep. So it's like I'm just always woke and I know that's hell. Hell is where you never sleep. So I, um, I'm finding that actually my visions haven't went anywhere that was just that day but some days are like this and i'm i'm i i see that the lord actually the lord he is placing me in different circumstances and situations but i'm just i feel like it, no it's 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 some type of presence or spirit and i'm well satan he is you know he wants me to feel as if at certain times or when i neglect certain things that it's over for that time or that's the end and it's final and i know that that's not true 
but yet still I understand for him to be able to work in the way that he's working under any amount of authority at, at all in my life period um I still need to fight I need to fight with all I got and what I with all I can but this oftentimes it just drains me and I I find myself so super drained and I feel completely empty and I sleep and I don't get recharged or restored as I'm supposed to and I understand that the Lord you know is trying to tell me something when you're not when you're sleeping and you're not being restored you're sleeping for nothing and it's just like um it's just like just being stagnant and stuck and and then I you know I try to worship God I try to pray and I just feel so stuck and I understand that when I am doing what it was I was doing before which is a certain when I was doing something where it felt like I was actually moving along and getting somewhere that right there is like deathly draining it's almost as if I feel like I'm going to die so I don't want to I really don't want to I don't want to say I don't want to do it because I want to do it and get it over with but and I don't want to keep I don't want to drag it out but also like I don't want to live in the flesh but I guess it's my flesh getting the best of me and just not allowing me to do that because I, no, I don't even want to say that because God made me so much stronger than that, especially in this time and most recent times. I cannot say that that's I'm flesh. I'm living in my flesh or anything as like that. But even though I am, but it's just that the devil wants me to say that and the devil wants me to feel as if this cannot be done. The Lord wants me to know that this can be done. He's shown me so many different things that show me that this is him. But also as well, there's so many different things that I know it's not him and it's not reflective of his character. And it seems so intertwined with the things that the devil are doing. It, I know that this is a plot from the devil in order to get me to question God's character. But God's character cannot be questioned. So even if this was God doing these things and it wasn't the devil, which it seems like this is horrible and definitely not reflective of love or the way that God works or operates. Still, I know that God is doing it for a reason in order to bring me to an understanding. He is doing it out of love. So I'm seeing that, you know, as, you know, confused or as upsetting these things are and these different revelations are I, i'm seeing that god is doing it all for a reason so he's bringing me to scripture and um i'm finding scripture that's saying yes he's going to i can't quote it word for word but what he's saying is that it's not going to be as clear He's not a confusing God. He is a God of truth. He's not a God of confusion. And when he says something, he says it. When he does something, he means it. And there's going to be no confusion when God does something or says something or makes a promise. It's, going, it's clear. There's no confusion with it. But sometimes he does place you in confusing circumstances. Because if you ask for the spirit of wisdom and discernment and he gives you that, there's no way he's not going to force you to exercise that spirit there's no way he's not going to place you in certain certain circumstances or certain positions to have to 
actually use that spirit of wisdom and sermon that he's giving you. Now, I would say that I have to use it on a daily basis, but obviously, you know, the Lord actually came to me last year and when it wasn't as, you know, when it wasn't being exercised as much and I felt like, you know, he said, you love the spirit of wisdom and discernment, don't you? And I said, yes, I do. Absolutely, I do. Who wouldn't love the spirit of wisdom and discernment? It's amazing. And it just felt like I had so much and I didn't have any reason to, not any reason, but the things that I was having to use the spirit of wisdom and discernment on were just very small situations. And it seems as if, you know, I wasn't really putting that spirit to work. Like it's an angel and this angel is like, eh, whatever. I'm not getting my daily exercise like I should. Um, an example would be, okay, let's say you have a, uh, an athlete. Let's say you have an athlete that's um, the best athlete in the world. But they're only able to, well, it depends on what kind of athlete. I'm going to say it's a track star. Let's say you have a track star, best athlete in the world, and the only thing you're allowing them to do is jog around the house every day or jog up and down the driveway. It's just not reflective of their abilities. It, I mean, obviously, we like people love breaks and it's not robot but this is a spirit that wants to be exercised properly so this spirit needs a track and this spirit needs a um a competition this spirit needs to be you know in let's i don't know i want to use this term but it's not as important but this spirit wants to be in the olympic competition this spirit wants to be in this race this spirit wants to be exercised properly this spirit is not around um, winning in the way that it's winning and, and being capable of what it's capable of just to jog up and down the driveway. This spirit wants to, you know, really be challenged. So that's what the Lord pretty much said to me. The Lord said that um, I'm giving you the spirit of wisdom and discernment. And it's not for these just these everyday trivial tasks or these everyday trivial um situations where you could have done that without the spirit of wisdom and discernment granted the spirit of wisdom and discernment makes it looks like makes it look like easy makes it look like taking cake from a baby but the spirit of wisdom and discernment is for much more the spirit of wisdom and discernment is for you know much more trivial not trivial but just you know it's meant to be exercised in a way where it seems as if it's not the spirit of the wisdom and discernment is not to be is not to be made to feel as if it's too much for a situation that you are in. It's supposed to be made to feel as if it's enough, but I still have to put in that work in order to get it to its peak, meaning it's enough. But sometimes if I am not doing what I'm supposed to do, it can't it it probably won't feel as if it's enough. It's always enough. No, excuse me, I take that back. It's always enough. It always feels as if it is if as if it's enough, but I have to put that work in with it. Like when I'm on this everyday when I'm doing this every day and I'm using the spirit of wisdom and discernment with everyday problems, it feels like the spirit I can, the spirit of wisdom and discernment is doing all on its own and it's still got so much more energy to you know be spent that's not being spent 
but when he places me in these circumstances that the spirit of wisdom and discernment is for it's using it's it's being challenged as well as it has it's having to challenge me and i'm having to um put in my all and contribute what i'm supposed to be contributing without the spirit of wisdom and discernment doing it on its own because that's the challenge and that's the challenge the spirit of wisdom and discernment is here for and what it's been used for and that's why that's that's what it wants so um that being said i understand that these are angels these when the when you ask for certain things like um strength that's the spirit of strength that's an angel when you ask for things like um love that's the spirit of love that's an angel but god is love but if you ask for things like peace that's the spirit of peace these are angels and so they want to be challenged they are you know I hate to use someone else's reference, but they're sitting around unemployed where it's like, I'm around you. You have me, but you're not in a situation where you're actually needing to use me. And I don't want to be used on these trivial tasks like, you know, maybe picking out an outfit today or um, what are you going to eat for lunch or dinner? That's you can do that on your own. I want you I want to be challenged and I want you to challenge yourself so that you can use me properly. And so. The Lord pretty much told me when I wasn't challenging the spirit of wisdom and discernment, how does it feel? And I said, it feels amazing to have the spirit of wisdom and discernment. But of course, you know, I understand that the spirit of wisdom and discernment feels like huh, whatever. Every single day, just, 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 just this, I feel wasted. I feel like I could be, you could be challenging me more. And I said, Lord, so what do I do about that? Because you gave me the spirit of wisdom and discernment now. And obviously you have your reasons for doing the things that you do in the time that you do them. And I understand that if you gave me the spirit of wisdom and discernment now, even though I'm not challenging the spirit of wisdom and discernment, it's not my fault that the spirit of wisdom and discernment isn't being challenged right now. I know that the reason that you're probably bringing this to me is because this in this time and in this season is not being challenged but obviously it's here because eventually it will be and so the lord that's exactly what the lord wanted me to come to the understanding of that right now the spirit of wisdom and discernment is not being challenged and you're right that's because of me and everything's going to happen in my timing but i just want you to see and i want you to understand this right now how the spirit of wisdom and discernment wants to be challenged and how you're not challenging it on an everyday basis, doing everyday things. And so I didn't realize how I realized how important it was. But I always know that God does things in advance so that you can refer back to them later. And I guess I didn't not that I did. I don't want to say I didn't anything because God always makes me well aware of everything that's going on. I just want to say that in that moment, obviously, I didn't see this. But now seeing this. I'm seeing that he did that in order for me to refer back to that. Um, well, I already knew that. But um, now, you know, the spirit of wisdom and discernment is being challenged daily. It's being challenged. God said that he would put it. He was giving. I was coming into a season where the spirit of wisdom and discernment was going to be challenged. It was going to get its time. It was going to get its race. It was going to get its workout. And I was going to have to help. I was going to have to put in that work as well, where it's not, I'm, I was just kicking back, relaxed, feet up, and the spirit of wisdom and sermon is doing small things, and it's like, I am not for this. 
I am an Olympic athlete. I'm for so much more. And so, you know, it kind of felt like, you know, is it my fault that God sent you right now? But at the same time, it was all for a reason. God sent the spirit of wisdom discernment in that moment, even though it wasn't my time to actually exercise or work that spirit out. He sent that spirit right then to show me that um, this the spirit of wisdom and discernment is for so much more. Not for, you know, daily tasks. It's for spiritual warfare. It's for the battle um, of these principalities and powers of darkness in the heavenly realms. It's for the spirit. It's for fighting in the spirit. It's for fighting off these de these devils and these demons. That being said, I'm realizing that the season I'm in right now, this was all to be referred back to this. And I don't want to take away from anything it is that I feel like I'm doing because I know that even now it's the same thing back then like if it's not happening right now it's because it's not supposed to but at the same time that doesn't mean that I can't exercise my spirit of wisdom and discernment as I'm supposed to be doing it so God tells you things while full well knowing what he's going to do and how he's going to use that situation but that doesn't mean that there's nothing you can't learn from it and that doesn't mean that well, actually, it's the opposite. It means that there's something you can learn from it. That's exactly why. But the thing is that um, you would say, well, if it if he's going to do what he's going to do regardless, then what is the point of him coming to you and saying this? But it's all for your good. It really is because now I feel so, I feel like he's filling up holes that I didn't even know were empty. I feel like he's completing parts of me that I didn't even know needed to be completed. And obviously, I knew that he was capable of doing that. And obviously, you know, that's God. That's what he does. But um, I'm understanding that this there's no questions. Like, you don't need to ask God any questions. It's all being done properly. It's all being done at the perfect time. It's all, it's all perfect. All of it works out in his, you know, perfect way. And all of it works out, you know, all of it works out to his will. And so these different prophetic messages, even though I understand that they are helpful to different people in different times of their lives, I'm realizing that, you know, some prophetic messages, um, the devil will try and use against me. Like um, some will say, well, how do you get from being stuck or how do you um, how do you speed up something or speed up this or speed up that or how do you, you know, get out of this and get out of that? And the thing is that. I'm not saying to stay stagnant and not fight for a future or not put your best foot forward. Do that. But what I'm saying is if you're stuck and you're doing all that you can, and even if the devil is making you feel like you're not doing all that you can, and that's why you're seeking other options or other information, know that this is, this is exactly what God wants. He didn't send this spirit on you for you to realize that you feel stuck. If he didn't want you to understand that, you know, he can pull you out of that if he wanted to. But it's all in his timing and it's all in his way and it's all to his will. So that being said, I understand that, you know, um, now I'm in the season where the spirit of wisdom and discernment is being exercised properly. Oh, yeah. The spirit of wisdom and discernment is so happy so happy in the way where it feels like yes i got a job i'm employed i'm working every day and it feels great even though i'm feeling like the spirit of wisdom and discernment is telling me but listen 
even though I feel worked out properly, even though I'm getting my workout, I'm getting my exercise, I feel great. We could be doing much better. We could be doing so much more. But I don't want to say that in a way where I'm contradicting or challenging the fact that what God wants to happen is what will happen. But also, I'm just seeing that the spirit of wisdom and discernment is not there too. You know, the spirit of wisdom and discernment is here, you know, getting this workout, but still saying, but look what we could be doing. Let's push it to the limits at all times. I understand that we are being worked out. We're getting exactly what we need and then some, but let's push it to the limits. Let's try and die. Let's, let's not care, you know, because there's so much so there's so many benefits in that even though you're doing exactly what it is the lord wants you to do you know still fight to do more always fight to be doing more and to be doing better and so i see that you know the lord sent a messenger for me and a mentor for me to push me in that way where it's like you need to be doing more all the time and even when I'm doing so much more than what's actually expected or required of me. I'm being pushed to the limits because it's always good. It's always good to have that overfill and that overflow. And so that being said, I'm seeing that that's great. But also being well aware that I have to pull away. And I have to pull away and I have to, I have to tend to... You know, and I hate to call it flesh, but I have to tend to my spirit. Not not even my spirit, because my spirit is doing my spirit is being challenged in a way it's supposed to. God knows what I don't. But like when I feel it, I feel it like kind of beating me down to the point where I just have to take that time for myself. I have to fight for that time for myself. I have to fight for that peace. Even if I'm not getting it, I have to fight for that rest. And the Lord is telling me like you know, you don't need the rest like you think you do. In reality, you need to push your body to the limits while you can. Because if you push your body to the limits while you can now, when you finally do get the rest, then you'll actually need it. And it'll feel much better. But also, understanding that, um, you know, this is what I want. I want you to stick up for yourself. I want you to stand up for yourself. When it feels like you need to, you need that rest, you need that for yourself. And even if it's me telling you, keep going, keep going, keep going, it's okay. It's okay to have, stu to have stood up for what you believed in. It's okay to have said, no, I need to rest. I need to stop. And it's okay to feel as if you're letting me down because you didn't let yourself down. You didn't let yourself down, even if you feel as if you're letting yourself down. But I also want to be very clear that that's usually the devil making you feel as if you let anybody down. You can't let God down because he made you in the way he made you so intricately made, which means every single thing about you and in the down to the fibers of your being, he knows of better than you. So how can you let him down when he actually, you know, he was the one who made you like that, you know? But um, don't, I don't want this to confuse anybody. Obviously, you know, Adam and Eve let him down when they bit the forbidden fruit. But what I'm saying is he loves you. He loves you so much. He knows what you'll do and what you want. And um, everything will work out regardless. Everything will always work out. 
So um, don't let anybody tell you how to do you. Don't let anybody tell you how to do you. Do not. Because the problem is they can't be you. And if they sitting around trying to tell you how to be you, um, know that there, there's no way that they can tell you how to be you better than you. Because even if given the opportunity to be you, they would not be able to do you better than you. Now, I'm sure it's a lot of people who said, if I was in that position, I could do this and I can do that. But you're not. And I am. And I'm not trying to be the type of person that's like, oh, I'm this and I'm that and you're not. No, it's I'm just the type of, I'm just trying to say that it's so easy for you to speak on what it is you feel that I should be doing when you're not actually having to do it. That's way too easy. That being said, I don't like to get into too much like it's me, it's not you, because I know that God can, you know, just like the, the parable of the olive branch, he can pull out the original and graft in new ones. But the thing is, I'm feeling like he don't place this on my heart for no reason. There's way too many people telling me how to do this. And I feel as if if it were intended for you to do it, then you would be doing it. Not you telling me what to do. You would be actually doing it. And if you feel as if you can do better, go ahead. Go ahead and do it on your own terms because I feel that God is a fair God. If you're over there doing what you're supposed to do better and you you can do me better than me, then maybe he'll give you the opportunity to. But if you can't, then maybe you should understand that everything that I'm doing and the way that I'm doing it is me. And how I feel is best to be done. So, you know, whether it's a constructive advice, whether it's constructive criticism or not, I feel like, you know, you should understand you should understand but that being said um i understand that you know the lord doesn't want me to make anybody feel as if they can't you know do it better than me or anything like that but the thing is i'm seeing that it's like i i get that so much where you should be doing this and you should be doing that and this and the third even though it seems like you're trying to help me you're really not because if you can see that i am not responding in the way in that way then why would you keep going you're not trying to help you're not you're really not trying to help but also you know still understanding that sometimes we don't know what we need and sometimes that person can be the push in the right direction and the kind of help that you do need but a lot of times they're simply not a lot of times they're just not a lot of times it's just the kind of person who wants to criticize everything that you're doing because it's easier to criticize it than to actually do it so stick up for yourself and uh definitely make it clear like make it clear that you know you can talk you can talk you can talk about what it is you feel that i should be doing but i'm pretty sure that um I'm really sure I'm pretty much I'm pretty sure that you won't be able to do it better than me. And if you could, then you will, you would be doing it. I'm telling you, um the weirdest stuff happens to me. Bugs come out of nowhere and um I just know it's the devil. But um <sighs> that being said, um, that was all the confirmation that you needed. I'm kind of glad this person, do, this person or this spirit does that because it kind of just confirms everything that I say that, you know, 
when I'm really getting, not even really getting that reaction, because it's not as if I need it, but it's like when I'm really getting to what's really going on and when I'm really getting around to what really is happening, what's really the truth, it, you know, they, the spirits act up. They, they, they throw something on you. They do something that, you know, out the blue and you just like, what? Like, where did I even come from? And that's usually because you're right. You're right on track. You're, you're hitting the nail right on the head right there. Yeah. And, um, the problem is, you know, these spirits, they are, um, they're so obvious. They don't understand that they make themselves so obvious. They don't understand that they kind of, they do the work for you. Like, okay, for example, exactly what I was just saying. Um, the spirit, not even the spirit, I want to kind of make it seem like that but what i'm saying is it will be ma- it will try to make it feel as if whatever you don't know what you're talking about i don't feel that way or that's not a problem for me or they don't want it to seem as if you're right about what you're saying and then they react and it's like you just confirmed that i was right even when your words are saying everything else and contradicting what it is that you are um your words are saying it doesn't bother you. The, your words are saying that it's not a problem, but um, your actions are speaking for themselves. So thank you for confirming that. But um, that being said, okay. So that being said, um, I'm gonna continue what I was saying. But the thing is, I realize like there's always so many different people sitting on the sidelines trying to tell you how to do you and try to trying to do it, you know. But it's like if it were supposed to be you, then it would be. And it's not. So, you know, I feel like a lot of times in these situations, it could have been them. And it wasn't. But they still feel like their their input or their, you know, advice or whatever it is that they can tell you or or want to tell you or can say about the situation um actually can help you but it's like if it could help then why wouldn't you use it in pushing yourself in the right direction why wouldn't you take your own advice why wouldn't you let that make you what you feel like you can get the outcome of by telling me what to do but yet instead you'd rather you know sit and tell me about myself and yet instead you'd rather um put that input on on in on whatever it is that I'm doing, feeling as if whatever you felt like the outcome would become. And it's like that's not even helping you. So why would I take that advice and expect it to help me? Did you think that your advice would look better on me, but it don't look good on you? I'm just trying to understand what makes you think that your advice will work better over here that's not working over there for you. And that being said, I don't think that you think that your advice could work better over here. I think you know exactly what you're doing with your advice. You're trying to give advice that you know wouldn't work even if you were doing it. And if I take it, I'll ruin myself. And if I don't take it, you get to annoy me in that way where you're trying to agitate me or you're trying to give me advice that's not helping, that's not healthy. And you know that. Either way it goes, you feel like it's a win-win situation because you have ulterior motives. Your ulterior motive is to sabotage me or alter anything that it is that I'm doing on whatever track that I'm doing on in any way possible. Whether that be to give me some advice that if I took, it would actually take me down or ruin me or um, decrease my stock value. 
as opposed to not if I did not take that advice, you being able to keep saying, well, if you would have took this advice or, you know, keep giving me bad advice, I just don't want from you and I just don't want to hear and you're not taking yourself. So I know it can't be that much of good advice. So let's say it's advice that you're taking and you're actually using and let's say it's working for you doesn't mean it's going to work for me. Doesn't mean it's going to work for me. And if it's such good advice that you're taking and it's working for you, you only need to say it once. You only need to say it once. And if I decided not to take it and it could have benefited me and it didn't. And um, I decided to go a different route. Let that be that. Leave it at that. Because you trying to force some any type of anything down somebody's throat or trying to force anybody in any direction only proves that that direction is probably not the direction anybody wants to be going in. You won't have to force nobody down the right direction. You truly won't. So um, that being said, that's why that's kind of how God works. He doesn't force you to listen to him. He doesn't force you to pick up the Bible. He doesn't force you to do what you're supposed to be doing. Why? Because you sh you won't have to force nobody to take what he what it is he's offering. It's so great that we're running towards it. We're running for it. Nobody is forcing us to run towards it or for it. Even though sometimes we may be we might have to be. Um, reminded how good it is or you might have to be reminded what it is we may be missing out on when we get it the first time nobody has to force us to come back nobody has to force us to see the what's good enough for that and that's what the problem is with a lot of unbelievers or people who are on the opposite side of god who are opposing christ who are imposing who are opposing his ways of life and imposing on his people and his Christian people. That's usually the problem and the issue. The issue is that um, they don't see that it's so good. It's so great over there. Just like your favorite, so much bigger and better than your favorite food, your favorite drink, your favorite thing to do in life, your favorite memory, your favorite person. Anything it is that you love so much, it's so much better than that. And, and does anybody ever have to force you to go and get that or go and do that? absolutely not you're running towards it every chance that you get it's a treat so that's what it is with god he's a treat everything about god is a treat and a blessing it's a blessing to be in his presence it's a blessing to be addressed by him it's a blessing to be chosen and even when it feels like a curse that's only because the people who cannot see how much of a blessing it is wants to um change our minds they want to change our mind. So, yes, we do have to fight that. But that's not fighting God. That's fighting for him. So, that being said, I'm seeing that, you know, that's that's usually the issue. Even though it seems so much more intricate and so much more bigger and so much more complex, it really comes down to they don't understand how good God is. And that's because they haven't experienced him or won't allow themselves to experience him in a way that is um enlightening to, that would be enlightening and would be you know elevating that would elevate them but the thing about it is i'm seeing you know that um some are some have experienced it and i just i don't know i'll I take that back because there's no possible way you could have experienced this this love that God offers and this this amazing these gifts he gives 
and still feel as if that's not where you want to be all the time. Trust me, I know. Because I thought I knew what I was doing without him. And then as soon as he showed me I didn't, there was no way you could ever tell me I knew what I was doing. Because that's the difference. So, um, I don't care if you're a fool. It don't, you don't take rocket science. You don't even have to have two brain cells, which you do, to rub together in order to see that God is great and everything that he offers is amazing. So, that being said, I feel like the only thing that people need when they're opposing him is to first get in that door. It's to first experience him to begin with. They'll never turn back. So, obviously, that means that why do people turn back? Why do people do what they're doing then? Or why do people mess up? And why do people fall off and etc.? And why do people go backwards? And why do people still sin, etc.? Well, you need to understand that that's why the devil has to lie. That's why he's so good at it. Because if he never lied, then nobody would ever sin. And that's just a fact. Because everything that God offers is good. And if devil, if the devil wasn't around trying to cheat everybody and lie out of everything and and do everything that it is that he's doing in order to cause a racket and get people to sin, then nobody would be. And I remember not well while whilst in this fight, I'm saying, well, you had to steal to do it, or you had to lie to do it, or you had to cheat to do it. So what good is that that you got it? And the devil is like, of course, of course, I had to lie and cheat and steal to do it. So. What do you mean? That's the point. And then it clicked to me. Of course, that's how he feels. Of course, that's what he thinks. Because think about it. If he didn't have to lie or cheat or steal to do whatever it is that he was doing, then, I mean, if he wasn't lying or cheating or stealing to do everything that he is and get whatever it is that he is getting done, then nobody would sin. Everyone would be perfect and happy. And that's just the fact. So I understand that some people like to believe, well, some people, they don't, they don't need the devil to lie to them to do things. That's a lie. Because I don't know if you want to go all the way back in Old Testament, but when God put us down here and made us perfect in his image, we were like clean vessels, just like, you know, a, a canvas, an empty canvas. And so somebody who knew what bad was had to come and paint that. And somebody who knew what good was, you know, also had to come and paint that. But when it comes down to it, we were just doing what it is that was innate. Like we had to do what we already knew what we were born to know how to do, which was work and eat and sleep and um, just live in our bodies but it took someone else who knew exactly what it was that they were doing to come and rub off on us and teach us different things in order to get us down that path and get us on that track to begin with so without that what would we be doing just working and eating and sleeping we're just like empty canvases without a paintbrush and some paint that's what we remain so that being said, um, now that that has happened and we are living in what's going on, and I'm referring to when the angels came down and corrupted mankind, um, but um, now that that's happened, 
I'm a canvas that wants to fight to make sure that it's a beautiful picture being painted. And God is painting that picture. I just have to fight in order to keep the mess away. In order to keep the sin and the whatever it is that's trying to destroy my painting off of there. And there's going to be some mess. But when it comes down to it, I just hope that... No, not a hope. I know that God will pull this painting together and it will come out a masterpiece. So let me speak about my visions because I found that, you know, I say I'm going to speak about my, about my visions and it seems like it's always the last five minutes. But um, I had a vision. I'm sorry, but um, I had visions and uh, I found out in my visions that this is what the Lord showed me. He showed me the life I'm living in somebody else's eye view and how someone else sees it. And pretty much what the Lord showed me was that um, everybody doesn't see. Everybody doesn't see, you know every single little thing with God in it like I do see every single little thing that I do or everything about this world I'm always seeing I'm always wondering or asking small little questions in my mind I don't even realize it it's just how I am like how God made that and how he brought that to pass and how you know how amazing he is to have created these things so intricately and it's gotten to the point where it's like you're not even questioning how amazing he is you know how amazing he is you're just questioning you know maybe what he wanted you to see in it because obviously you're never going to be able to see it on a level he does you can only see what it is he wants you to see out of it and that's how i see everything whether it be a small little pin a bug on the ground or just something as amazing as a human or a baby or the beauty of birth etc but um when it comes down to it the lord showed me a vision of some through someone else's eyes and through someone else's eyes what it was was they just saw it's not that they didn't see anything or didn't have um enough capacity to see things on a higher level where i don't feel like i'm better than anybody or self-righteous well but i do i did wonder what is that like to not you know question everything that God wants you to see about everything that you see every day every little thing I do that all the time and so without even knowing it it's just how I am and I wanted to see what it was like I didn't even know I, I needed to see that but it was just amazing to see it out of someone else's eyes and how it looks out of someone else's eyes is you know I just don't question I, I mean when I saw it okay how can I explain it how it looks is you don't you don't wonder about the happenings of things you just don't wonder what made this this and what made that that and when you do wonder what made it this and what made it that you're not questioning you're not automatically referring to how God made it that you're not looking at it on the level of what God did in order to make that come to pass. You're just thinking about maybe how the factory made it or maybe how the people who are working every day, the construction workers may have paved the sidewalk. But you're not thinking about how 
God actually woke them up that morning and how he, you know, what he put on their mind or what type of mood they may have been in or what it is that, you know, he, how he brought the scientist's mind in order to create sidewalks to begin with, why he felt that they were necessary, why he, um, why, how he moves and motivates each and every single being on this earth that keeps it moving day by day and keeps the world turning around every single day. You're not thinking about that. You're just not, but it's not because you're not, it's not because you're, um, stupid or less than it's just because you don't see it like that. And I felt, I said to myself, well, when I first, when I first was, when I first was able to see it in this way, I said to myself, well, it's not like you're dying, which I thought that you would be dying if you couldn't see it that way. But um, you're not dying. You're just missing out. And immediately, whoever eyes it was I was seeing, and they said, no, I'm not missing out. You're missing out because you're really tired of seeing it like that. You're really tired of asking those questions. And you suffering, um, having to, you know not being able to not think of it that way and I'm at peace not having to think of it that way and I said to God God is that true am I really suffering because I understand that it gets so heavy sometimes where I feel like oh my gosh I wish that I could be free of having to fight you know every single day for every single little thing because I want to know and I want to have a better understanding on everything and I want to grow and I want to see the intricate, you know, different, you know, things that that created whatever it is that I'm seeing right now in my hand or I have. I want to know every single thing down to the last molecule and I'm suffering because of it. I really am only because the devil does not want me to do that. He hates that I think like that. He does not like people like me. Because once I finally get down to the root of it, I'll do nothing but praise God and how amazing and great he is to have brought this to be. He wants me to be not seeing in that, in, in that way because he wants me to be settling and not being able to understand how intricately it is that I made to even be wanting to understand that. And how much of a level I'm supposed to be on one day when I realize all of it comes together. And if I'm not questioning certain things and I'm missing out on all the amazing things that God wants me to know about, even the things as small as a pen. So God said, no, it's not that you're missing out and it's not that there's something wrong with that person for not seeing it. It's just that you guys are different in that way. But also that being said, I said, well, God. Well, maybe I need to take some time and be like them and not be thinking about how intricately everything, how intricately made everything is and how you play a part in every single little thing in our world so that I can take a break and so that I don't have to, you know, feel as if I'm fighting for every single little second of every single day because this is how it's been ever since I was born. I don't get a chance. I don't get a break. I fight for every single thought in my mind everything since I was born and I don't know what it's like to not have fought in just that five seconds even though it didn't feel like I wasn't fighting anymore it just felt you know different like wait and maybe if I stayed there a little longer I wouldn't feel as if I was fighting 
And the thing about it, that person, I can't, I don't want to take away from the fact that maybe they have their own battles, but I just want to say that it didn't feel like they were fighting. It didn't feel like they were fighting. And that felt good for a second. I mean, of course, I know the benefits God has shown me. I was going to get to that of fighting, but it just, it felt so good to not have to fight. Finally, I've been fighting my whole life ever since I'm pretty sure ever since I took my first breath on this earth, ever since I was conceived in my mother's belly, I'm pretty sure I was fighting every single little thing about me fighting. And it's like, it just feels so much better to be free and I'm finding like you know that's not free that's not free and the Lord had a conversation with me he said no I love you how you're made and I made you like this for a reason I don't want you to think that it's easier to not fight even though it doesn't matter you'll never be like that you're how you are you'll never be like that but um, I don't want you to envy that. I don't want you to feel like that's an easier way. Because I, don't also, I also don't want to take away from someone else I made like that. Just like, you know, he's, he is the potter. He doesn't, he doesn't feel any kind of way about the clay that he formed and for whatever reason. Whether it be for water or for food. Whether it be a cup for water or a bowl for food, he made them for their own reasons. Exactly how they were made and how they were intended. But the bowl would never be, well, the bowl can be used for water, but does that, is that usually what it's used for? Or is the bowl for food? Um, it's used, in the Bible, it's actually the trash thing, but I don't want to call anybody trash, you know? And I don't want them to call them the trash can, you know, even though... That's what the Bible, that's what the scripture says. But anyways, what I'm pretty much saying is that everyone have their uses. Everyone has their reasons why they are. And they have their purpose and their calling. So him showing me that he didn't want me to feel as if I'm suffering. He wanted me to see that, you know, this fight is all for a reason. And what, and I'm, st- I'm becoming, I'm, I'm coming into the season where I'm finding out what it's actually for and it's so great to be actually to actually be able to understand it but before I was fighting and I it felt I don't want to say it felt better because what I'm I, I'm sure to anybody listening to this who knows what I, where I'm going or understands what this is like is like um is saying that um well it sounds like you're actually winning It sounds like you have a really great future ahead of you because for you to be fighting so hard, you know, whatever it is you're fighting for is worth having. But um, obviously, I'm, I'm not in that season yet where I'm able to I know it's so great. I know ever since I was born, I know it's so great because otherwise, I mean, I can't just lay down and not fight. That's just not who I am. It's not possible for me. I can try, but I'm still fighting even when I'm laying down. But what I'm saying is that um, obviously I could sell myself short, you know, and not fight as hard. I could obviously do that, and I'm just not going to. I can't. It's not how I'm made. It's not how I'm built. It's not what I'm here for. So I obviously understand that it's worth fighting for.
whatever it is. And I know it's great. He's told me what it is. It's just he didn't tell me how long I would have to fight for it. And so I guess the issue is not what I'm fighting for, but maybe what it's taking. And it's and that's not even the issue. I, I don't care what it takes. It's just, okay, here's an example. Before I was even fighting this much, I was comfortable just fighting. I didn't even know what it was I was fighting for. That's just what it was. But it took God, God to open up my eyes and show me what I was fighting for. And now I'm complaining about what I'm fighting for, I guess. I'm not even complaining, but now it's, you know, the issue of what I'm fighting for. And then when I finally get it, it'll be the issue of not having to fight anymore. I mean, I'm still going to have to fight, but I guess it's going to be the issue of, you know, finally getting it and seeing what it is I have been fighting for my entire life finally getting that so then that'll be my new fight you know it's always a fight but I'm realizing that it's in every little thing about me and seeing it through somebody else's eyes and seeing that you know whatever it is that they were no how they see it I don't want to say whatever it is I know what it is but how they saw it and how they see life on a day-to-day basis while it seems more peaceful only because of what I'm used to it's really not. And they will even say, it's not that it's more peaceful. It's just not what you're doing. And, you know, they see it differently completely. They wouldn't even want to fight like I fight every single day, all day. I don't think that they would. I mean, it sounds like that's what they said and how they felt about it. But um, in reality... You know, I wouldn't, I don't want to lie because when I felt that, I was like, huh, maybe that's easier. But that's only because that's me also wanting to know how intricately made even that thinking is. I'm sure I would want to go back to exactly who I am. And I would want to be fighting because that's just how I am. You know, but I just want to, I'm stumbling over my words, but I want to be clear about what it is that thank you lord but he just helped me with my words but i want to be clear that um exactly what it is that he wanted me to see is that yes it is i am fighting and yes it is hard a lot of times and i understand and he understands that a lot of times my soul just yearns to not have to fight anymore but here's what it's like to not fight on a daily basis like you do it's not that you i want you to know what that's like because you yearn to see it and it's not that you know they're losing and you're winning don't comfort yourself with that just know that that's not you you're you and you're made in the way that you're made for the reasons that you are and it's it's all needed. It's all needed. So, am I saying that I can't just stop fighting? Actually, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. But, um, obviously, there's a if there's a will, there's a way. Nothing is impossible in this world. If I really wanted to quit and give up, I could. But would that be me? Absolutely not. Would I be able to stick to that? Absolutely not. 
Would I feel good in that? Absolutely not. Would I feel like me? Would I be doing what I'm intended to do? Would I be doing what I'm born to do? Absolutely not. So, um, I guess in seeing that, the Lord, the devil tries to snatch everything the Lord gives me. Oh, he is such a hater. He is such a hater. He tried to snatch everything the Lord gives me. Every single little thing, even that. He doesn't even want me to have that, but it doesn't matter because the Lord allows me to keep it. The devil was only able to agitate me because he was trying to take it. But, um, and seeing that, I realized that, um, that person, the person whose eyes I was looking through, they saw it through my eyes too. <laughs> they saw it through my eyes too. So that was a mutual. That was mutual. I was able to see it through their eyes. They were able to see it through mine. We were both able to answer each other's if we even had that question of what it would what it's like. And I saw from their eyes that um there's nothing wrong with them. I guess before I thought that, you know, something must be wrong with you to just not even, you know, want to know about all the little things that God does in order to give us exactly what it is that we do on a daily basis down to what we're sitting on. And that person is, it just doesn't matter. It's here. I have it. And it does this. And whenever I needed to do that, it does that. And it's not about how intricately every single little thing is made. And when I want to know how intricately it is, something is made then i will find out but that that's just not how my mind works on a daily basis where i'm worried about every single thing in that way and it's not that you know i feel like i'm better than them because i mean i i don't i guess i need to stop saying that but um what i'm saying is that um they're not suffering they're not suffering in that way where they need their their See, now, I don't want to lie because the Lord also told me that they just won't have it. They just won't have that deeper understanding. They just won't they just won't understand it on that deeper level, but they're okay with that and that's why they're not suffering. Now you are or maybe suffering and you think you are and really you're just fighting Satan because Satan doesn't want you to have what it is you're going to have because how you're made. You're getting there every single day, every single little thing that you question and you get answers to and you and you get around to finding out the intricate, you know, makings of everything that it is. It brings you to a closer understanding. It brings you to a um, higher level. It brings you to more enlightenment. It grows you. You're getting closer and closer and closer to your treasure. And granted that's you that that may not be what they want but the thing is that you're you're going to get that and obviously they don't care so they won't ever maybe i don't want to say you don't miss you can't miss what you never had because you can and that's what it is they'll miss what they've never had I've seen what it's like to not care 
and I guess that it's just it's you're neither here or there you're you're not hot or cold about it you don't care too much and you don't not care too much you're just doing you're just being and it's stress-free it really is and it's you know peaceful but also if you never wonder ever what it is that you could be missing out on you missing out you missing out i could be comfortable for the rest of my life but if i never took the time to even wonder what it would be like to not be then i feel that i would be missing out on enlightenment and i guess that's just how my mind works but they don't care in that way but that being said that's the vision that the lord gave me and what he showed me